And we're back. What's up, wrestling fans? This is the Inside Trip. I'm Brandon Olinger alongside my partner in crime, Ben Watson. What up, what up, what up? You can catch us on Twitter at the Inside Trip One or send us an email to gmail.com at the Inside Trip One at gmail.com. I think I messed that up again this time. Hey, it's all right. It's all right. We're rocking and we're rolling, baby. So, what's up, Ben? Good to be, good to be here with you. What's going on? What up, what up? Uh, you know, not much. I've been with you, been with you all day. It's, it seems like. Uh, why, don't you, why don't you tell anybody that's listening that little story? Uh, yeah, so we uh, we decided to head up to Columbus, Ohio today for the um, Ohio State and Illinois wrestling match. And uh, Ben's like, yeah, Brandon, I'll be at your house at 930 to pick me up. And I'm like, oh, okay, well. <laughs> I guess we're gonna get up there a little early. I thought the duel started at noon. <laughs> we started the duel. Thought the duel started at noon. Um, we get to Columbus at like ten fifty-five and realize the duel doesn't start till two o'clock. So that's not a bad thing though when you're on a college campus. What yeah. you do, you just go to your favorite college bar. Yeah. The good news is the varsity club was open, and the good news is we got there at like so we went and grabbed a little breakfast, and we got there like at eleven o five, and it was already packed, <laughs> and we barely got a table, and it opened like five minutes before. But you know, it was nice. We got to sit there for a couple hours and uh, enjoy a few beers. You know, we didn't get too crazy and uh, talk some wrestling, break down the. Iowa Oklahoma State duel and just have a good time, so we did that and then made the trip back and now we're you know dropping a little recording here. So you know it's been a long day, but you know it was it was a good day. Got to see the Buckeyes get a win. Yeah, I'm tired. I am exhausted to be truthfully. Well, honest. pick it up. I'm trying. I'm trying. You think people care that you're tired? No, <laughs> they don't care at all. Uh, so anyway, um, it, a lot going on this week in wrestling. It was kind of a weird week. Um, you know, everybody's pumped for the uh, Oklahoma State. An Iowa duel today, but um, a lot of news came out this week. It was kind of weird. Not a lot of non-duel related news. Yeah, a lot of non-duel related. There's so many duels, man. Like I tell you what, like I was saying last week, how I love this time of year because it's not like the scuffle or the Midlands where you have to follow it and break stuff down and look at that. But I tell you what, just keeping up with the duel meets in Division One is insane. It's crazy. Uh, Lots of big matches this weekend as well. What Um, are we talking about with the the other news? Uh, well, I don't know. Where do you want to start? Let's see. Um, let's see. Some of the stuff I thought was pretty notable this week. Um, I think it's important to mention that D1's getting a new program. Yes. Um, Cal Baptist, located, I think they're out in Riverside, California. It was announced this week that they're going to have a D1 wrestling program competing in the, the WAC, right? I don't think the WAC exists anymore. I, or no, yeah, it does. Never mind. Yeah. You, yeah, you're right. Well, there's a Western Conference. Right. Or, or whatever for, for wrestling. Um. I think it is the whack. It, it, I think so. <laughs> you know what? I'm whacked WAC. out. I'm whacked out. It's been a long day. <laughs> um, you know, but that's huge. It, it's it is huge. Um, one, I think what, in, in one of our largest wrestling states, you know, California, for we population, have population yeah. for, for population. What do we have? Three Division One programs right now. Yeah, there's Stanford, there's uh, Bakersfield, and there's uh, Poly. Okay, and then we also have Fresno State coming back, uh-huh. and then Cal Baptist. So that would give five, right? I th- yeah, give I think unless, unless we're missing one. Unless yeah, but there used to be one. a ton out there, but now, so it's nice to gain some other ones back. You know, they were at Division Two for, um, I don't know how long they are, but that's where they're at right now. Mm-hmm. And you know, so it's gonna be nice for the transition. Transition is gonna be a couple years, but that is awesome. Adding Division One programs, I think we're up to seventy-eight now. So is but, that what it is? Yeah. So let's keep them going. Wow. Let's try to get back up to a hundred. That'd be great. I'm I'm actually impressed that you knew how many <laughs> how many we have. Um, so anyway, yeah, great news. Um, also this week, and this this gets me going because he's one of my favorite wrestlers. Um, Kyle Dake making the drop back down to 74 kilograms in 2017. What do you think? That's a very smart move on his part. Uh, 
I know you've been a huge Kyle Dake fan forever. I was more on the David Taylor side. But eventually I just gave in and said, all right, Dake's, er, um, Dake's going to win those matches. You want to tell the story when we're at <laughs> nope. Nationals and yeah, sure. running into David Taylor's <laughs> Why father? Why don't you tell it? You tell no, it a lot better than it. I do. No, you, you go ahead. All right, so we're at uh, we're at NCAA's. This is the year, what, that uh, that Dake and Taylor are supposed to wrestle each other? They're, yeah, they're going to see each other yeah, in the finals. see each other in the finals. Um, we're with a, you know, with a group of our buddies, and uh, we run into David Taylor's dad. And some of the guys that we're with, you know, they knew his dad, knew David Taylor. because You forgot to say we were all wearing Cornell shirts because we got tickets from the Cornell section that year. <laughs> We were not all wearing Cornell shirts. Well, everybody, no, yeah, you were, you were wearing one. <laughs> I was wearing a Cornell shirt. So anyway, uh, we're, you know, everybody's talking to Taylor's dad. You know, yeah, you know, we're we're rooting for your son. You know, good luck. He's looking good. Blah blah blah. And then all of a sudden, they look at me and they're like, except for this guy, he's rooting for Dake. He's got a Cornell shirt on underneath <laughs> his jacket. And I got the stink eye from yeah, uh, yeah, from did. Mr. Taylor. Yeah, you so did. a little awkward situation. But you but, know what? You ended up picking the right guy. So anyways, yeah, he's he's dropping back down to seventy four kilograms, and I think that makes a ton of sense. And here's why. He kind of went up to 86 because he he never complained, but he always thought that, look, if I have to wait and I have to wrestle Burroughs in the finals of the challenge tournament, or not the challenge tournament, of the actual you know world team trials, Burroughs is getting to rest all day. I'm not. I'm going to go up, see what it is. I've tried to beat Burroughs. I've come close, but I haven't beaten him. He right. goes up to 86 kilograms. He loses to Cox in the finals of the world team trials. Well, now Cox got a medal at the Olympics, so he's sitting in the finals. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Burroughs fail, fails to medal. So unless he wins the Olympic, um, um, the Olympic trials, right? No, not the Olympic trials. The um, Open, U.S. Open. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Unless he wins the U.S. Open, uh, he won't be sitting in the finals, and he has to go through Dake to do that. So Dake's going to actually get to see Burroughs when they are both having to wrestle through a tournament. Yeah, um, I think it's great for for Dake. I think let's just, I mean, let's face it, he was not. Uh, what was it, 86 kilograms? I mean, no, he's too he, short. I, mean, he I think was he was too small. short to put on all that weight. I don't even, yeah. yeah, he was nowhere near that weight, I think, when he competed. Um, I think this, the difference is Taylor was taller, so he was able to kind of build up mm-hmm, to that weight, and mm-hmm. Dake just, just not tall enough to put on that type of mass. But think about who this is going to put at that weight class, um, and I think it's going to make things ex- exciting. You're going to have, um, obviously, Dake, um, Deeringer, Burroughs, yep. Logan Massa, Mark Hall. Mark Hall I mean, it. it's going to be. Uh, that's gonna be fireworks. Well, and then in some of these, ter- I wonder if Hal's gonna wrestle. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. You know, I mean, there's there's seventy. We haven't been lacking in seventy four kilogram talent in the United States. No, at all. No, you know, to be honest, when Taylor was back down there, right. Taylor was beating world medalists. Dakes beating world medalists. Right, and they couldn't even make the team. It's insane. Yeah, so that's I I like it for Dake. Uh, if you had to pick somebody to make that spot right I don't now, know where who Burroughs you picking? Is at. I don't know where Burroughs is at right now. You know, if you ask me right after the Olympics when I'm upset, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, and frustrated, mm-hmm. I think, um, yeah, Dake's got a good shot. I don't know. I think we'll, we'll learn a lot. I think Burroughs is wrestling here coming up shortly. Yeah. You know, listen, we all know Burroughs. We all know what he's done. Fantastic. I mean, one of the greatest American international wrestlers of all time. Top three, um, for sure. We know who Dake is. We know what he's done and who he's beat. But I'll tell you, you know, in the back of my mind, the person – the person who I think you, you know you really have to watch out for is Deeringer. I mean, he's young. He's had some nice international he's had some wins. Nice international too. wins, you know, recently, um, and he's only going to get better. He's not reached his peak yet. Correct. I'm not going to take him. I think it's a two man show at that weight class. Even you know, with everybody else there, I still think it's a Dake That's versus a Dake versus Burroughs. I'm not going to pick somebody right now. <laughs> Do you want to? <laughs> um, 
You know what? Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm going Dake. All I'm right, going to pick Dake. I want that on the record. I want to pick Dake. I want that on the record so I can rub that in your face. You guys gave me all kinds of hell when I picked Dake to beat Taylor in the finals that year, so I'm just going to stick with it. Dude, we're Ohio guys, and you're rooting for Dake. No, I'm just kidding. It's all good. <laughs> um, so anyway, other news that came out non-dual related, I suppose. Um, Iowa finally announced that Alex Marinelli is going to stay in red shirt. Um, I think it's a good decision for him. Uh, your thoughts on that? I think it's I think it's a smart decision um, for him. Mm-hmm. For the team, I think it's not the best decision because I think that Alex Marinelli gives he scores points. Yeah, I think that I think that he gives them a pretty pretty good chance at an All American at that weight. Possibly, yeah. And um, you know, I don't think I was in the position to win the team title, but I think they're in a position to get a trophy, and they didn't last year. I think Virginia Tech came in and s- s- uh, snuck in and got that last trophy. Okay. So I would I wouldn't even get a trophy last year. Okay. What if that happens again? Two years without a trophy? I, you know, I think that that's not going to make a lot of people out there in Iowa very happy. So So you're saying Brands is on the hot seat? No, 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 oh, no. Putting no, it out there. Not say, I didn't say that. <laughs> but what I think is that for the team to give them a chance at a trophy, and they, I think they're still front runners for a trophy anyways, but Virginia Tech's very good. Yeah, there's some good teams. It's going to be a close race yeah, this year. So, um, but for him, it's the best because right. I don't think he's ready to compete for a title, which is what... I think he wants to do. No, I totally agree with it. Um, I, I can't disagree with anything you've said there. Um, I'm not sure what type of odds he had to become an, you know, to, to be an All American this year. I think he definitely goes out and probably, you know, has the ability to score more points than Gunther has right now, which is their current starter at 165. Um, but in the long run, I think it's better for him. Um, plus, they've got some pretty good recruits coming in next year as well. So, you know, th- even though they're losing some people after this year, they're also bringing in some some high end sure. talent. I like to, I would like his odds to All American, but like I said, who knows? It's a it's a coin flip. I think at yeah. this point. Agreed. Cool. Um, and then, in addition to that, uh, Virginia Tech kind of finally confirmed that David McFadden is going to stay in redshirt as well. Um, he was an All American last year at 165 as a true freshman. Had a knee injury um, that he was kind of recovering from, and I think they had planned to put him in redshirt this year. Um, apparently he's recovered from this knee, knee injury earlier than expected. He's actually been wrestling well in open tournaments. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure he's been extremely tested. He wrestled Chance Marsteller mm-hmm. in an open and beat him uh, 7-2 maybe. Something so, like that. Something like that. Uh, so who knows how good of a win that is. You, right. You, I don't know. But, yeah, it's, I mean, it, you know, it's a, it's a decent win at least for sure. But this uh, is – I don't agree yeah. with this one. Well, I, it's the same thing. I mean, I think we're going to tell you the same thing. Virginia Tech has a shot at a trophy. Yeah, I think Virginia Tech – you know, right now, everybody – let's face it. Everybody's talking about Penn State, Okie State, Ohio State. Um, we know who Iowa is. But Virginia Tech is is quietly having a very good year. They've got some really, really good guys on that team. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think they're graduating dance and, and walls after walls, this year. Yeah. You know, and here you got a guy that came in as a true freshman last year, you know, got all American honors. Um, and I think he fits nicely in that lineup to where they could not only be a top four team, but maybe sneak up into that number two or three spot. What's he going to go? 165? He would be 165. But And I don't know his size because he was 57 last year when you're all American, right? No, he was 65. Oh, okay. Well, I'm pretty sure he was a 65 pounder. I don't know. Um, and uh, actually, we can actually check that. Why don't you check that real second. quick? Well, yeah, so, it's interesting is that Virginia Tech actually got a couple other guys, I think, back that are a little healthy. Uh, mm-hmm. Gufteson, I think, wrestled for the first time for them at 133. Uh, okay. Is that right? And uh, who was that guy that was 41? I think he left the team, and then he came back. Nordstrom. Nordstrom. Yeah. So they, they've got – they're starting to shore their lineup up, especially with Shisco at 49, Walls at heavy. Uh, you know, so I, I I was also surprised that they weren't pulling McFadden to 
maybe make another run at a trophy because those trophies aren't handed out, man. No, and McFadden was at 165 last year. Uh, hey, you right, I'm wrong. <laughs> um, I, I will say this. I give credit to to, to, to their coach, Kevin Dresser. Um, I think the guy that's been wrestling 165 for them this year is David Bergita, I think of his, is his name. Um, and he's a, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a senior, um, he's a senior that's been starting this year. He's gonna, gonna let him go ahead and run with it. So, you know, good for him. Uh, you know, and you know, that's great. That's nice of him to do that, but that's not what pays the bills. What pays the bills is winning and bringing home trophies. And I think anytime you have a chance, I, that's, that's where I'm at. I know, anytime you have I a chance know. at a national title or bringing home a trophy. So, I mean, you know, dependent, right? If Penn State has a chance at a national title, you go for it. If a team like Virginia Tech has a chance at bringing home a team trophy, you don't leave guys on the bench. But at the same time, he's thinking, look, we might be able to get a trophy without him, and then we we got him for three more years when we get some of our new recruits in, some of the guys we have on red shirt right now coming out. True. They're, they're, True. Their cupboard is not bare. No, no. They've got some good guys coming in, like you said. Um, and I, again, I you know, we don't know what the plan is for them, but I was really shocked that once I saw him wrestling in open tournaments that, you know, the last few weeks and, and winning them and, and I mean, winning big in some of sure. these matches, I really expected his, you know, red shirt to get pulled and them to throw him back in the mix this year. But um, a loss, that's not going to happen. So, um, so I'm going to, I'm going to throw it out there. Is there any there hope? Going? Is there any hope? You know, is the last, you know, red shirt we're all waiting for is no. Mark Hall's going to get pulled. Uh, I hope not because you have him in the fantasy league and right now he's sitting on your bench and well, he's not sitting on your bench. He's just sitting there scoring no points for you. And if he gets pulled, I think that I'm in trouble to, to take second here. I think that it's a two man, two man race. No offense to everybody else out there. Maybe not. Who knows? Maybe some of our other guys can sneak in. But right now you and I are leading the pack. And if Hall's shirt gets pulled, that's bad news for me. Based on what it sounds like coming from Penn State, it's it's a no. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm reading tea leaves, right? Right. I mean, what do we know? We're just reading message boards and Twitter and conversation <laughs> with everybody else. Um, what do you think? I don't understand it. I just don't get it. I mean, you got a guy that's blowing through all Americans, won the scuffle, won it with ease. Um, he's ready to compete. I mean, you throw him in the starting lineup, he's, he's an instant contender for the national title. So I just don't get it. Do you think it could be that he lost the match? So you're saying if he hadn't lost that match and still had a chance to be a, you know an undefeated time, match? Yeah, be the next right. KO? I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's a fair question. I know. Maybe if that's what your goal is. But, I mean, listen – nothing's guaranteed you know the, the next year is never guaranteed anything could happen so if you're you're wrestling well now and you got exactly a shot right. to go out there and win that title you know you can't you can't think about what may or may not happen in two or three years you go take your shot and you, you know you you make a run for that title that's my it's, opinion and i don't disagree with that he's got a shot to win a title it bolsters penn state's chances and by chances i mean i think it puts them big time yeah it puts them in puts them in the, not only in the driver's seat cause i think they are now but it puts them kind of in the driver's seat of a porsche running away from a you know, Hyundai Sonata that I got sitting out there. Yeah, when you're looking at, you know, four to five possible finalists with, with a few, you know, guys with good possibilities to to actually win that title and score bonus along the way, yeah, you're getting into that. It's it's not going it, to – it's basically a race for second place. Now, I heard – and like I said, this is all fodder again. I heard that one of the reasons why Mark Hall chose Penn State is because he wanted a red shirt and Kale was, said, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So, you know, unless Kale can convince him, mm-hmm. hey, th- this is the best for you, not just for the team, but this right. is the best for you and your progression. Because, you know, contrary to popular, well, not contrary to popular belief, Mark Hall's goals don't end at NCAA titles. No, no, not so at his, all. So his goal is, you know, beyond that as well. So what puts him in the best position personally, is, and that's what he needs to do. And Kale needs to honor that, in my opinion, if he told Mark Hall. Right. Because you don't want your recruits to think that you say one thing and then do another. 
Yeah, and I think we've kind of seen this in the past with Kale too. I mean, he, when he has a plan, he kind of sticks to it. You know, I think they had, you know, the year that they had those guys in red shirt when Zane redshirted and uh, Megalutis took that red shirt as well. And I think there was somebody else. You know, they had plans. They had a plan in place. They knew what they were doing, and he stuck with it because they could have pulled those guys out of red shirt that year and um, probably won the title. Probably won the title. At least you know been up in the top two. So I, I guess it's you know it pains me to say it, but. I, I'm not expecting to get his red shirt to get pulled, but at, at this point, I don't think so either. But the thing is, you know, the guy they have at 174. Well, the guys they have at 174 right now. I heard, you know, that Rashid's having trouble making 174, which was what he was having trouble making 65 last year. But I said this, I think earlier when I watched him wrestle, the dude is so tall, mm-hmm. he's so lean. I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not surprised he's having trouble making um, 65. And then uh, it starts with an M. I always forget his name. Morelli. 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 Uh, you know, those guys are ranked in the top 15-ish, but I think that, at least from what I've seen now, you'd probably put them on the outside looking in at the podium, right? Right. Yep. All right, so uh, let's move on here. Um, hey, did you How s- do we always get stuck on Penn State? I don't know, because they're good. They got good stuff to talk about. Yeah, that's true. Um, did you see... <laughs> Jesus, the punch heard round the world. Uh, Le'Veon, you know, Missouri. The punch felt felt round the world, man. Uh, so Missouri was wrestling Buffalo in a duel the other day, and in the 149 pound match, Le'Veon Mays was wrestling Colt Cotton. Um, and right at the end of the match, I believe um, Mays just winds up and just gut punches this kid. Dude, he, I mean, to where he, he punched like- him in the jejunum. <laughs> Have you seen that movie, Semi-Pro? No. Okay, so in Semi-Pro, Will Ferrell says that he he's never thrown up before. So, um, <laughs> God, what's the guy's name? Uh, I forget the other guy's name who's playing the other guy. He punches him right in the stomach, and he goes, and Will Ferrell goes, what you do? And he goes, I hit you in the jejunum. <laughs> I think that's a part of the small intestine. And that's what it looked like he did. He hit him right in the jejunum. It reminds me of, like, those old kung fu movies when they hit him, and all of a sudden, in slow motion, they're just like, in his body, in their body, yeah. But I mean, so how was that not flagrant misconduct or whatever? How was that not? Oh, a he DQ? needs to be. He needs to be disqualified. There needs to be team points. I mean, there needs to be a stern letter written to his mother. I don't know, man. Like, it's bad news, dude. It's bad news. He hit the dude. I mean, there's no way watching it. I think uh, Richard Immel posted like a, a a gif of it or whatever, right. a gif of it. What is it, gif or gif? I want to call it a GIF. All right. I think it's a GIF. Uh, posted a GIF of it. <laughs> GIF of it. And dude, dude winds up. And, Close and, fist. And he, he does. Somebody posted looked like Rock'em Sock'em Robots because it wasn't like a sideways where, where your fingers are looking up. It's like. It was an uppercut. Yeah, it was like this. So this was my this was my thought. And the only excuse that could possibly be made, um, and I think I tweeted this out too, I th- oh, he God. might have been attempting a high crotch but forgot to change levels. And so when he- <laughs> well the dude from Buffalo should actually be thanking him then because if he would have changed levels with that he would have he Hitting would have no parts. testicles. So, anyway, I just wanted to mention that that was junk. Um, man. that was junk. You know, I heard that somebody else punched that same Buffalo guy. Who? I don't know. Like I just like this year. Yeah, like like this is the guy. You know, remember Frank Molinaro? Like everybody punches him. Like he pisses everybody off so much to everybody just freaking punches him. And this might be the same guy. This guy might frustrate people so bad. Oh my god. Um, yes, and the refs looked at it. They reviewed it and didn't give them. No, didn't give it a frank flagrant. I don't get it, but whatever. We're not the refs. All right, so lots thank of, you for bringing that up. Yeah, that was great. Ah, come on, we had to talk about that. 
So lots of wrestling action going on this weekend. Um, of course, we had Iowa and Oklahoma State that everybody was waiting for. Yeah. Um, our our uh, our Ohio State Buckeyes were in action this weekend. You also had the Virginia duels going on, as well as a whole slew of other matches. I think Pitt had some duels going on. I mean, yeah, there was like duels all over the place. Tell us about the Pitt duels. Uh, well, Pitt won them. Davidson, I think. It was Pitt, Davidson, Franklin, and Marshall, and one other team. Ooh, I'm impressed. I can actually, I, I mean, I followed it a little bit. I don't know a ton about it, I'm so just I'm not, not prepared to I'm talk kidding. about it. Um, so, yeah, the Virginia Duels was going on this weekend. So I was actually looking forward to this because I was hoping a certain match would have came to fruition, but it did not. Uh, Virginia Tech ended up winning the Virginia Duels um, to second place Oklahoma. Great job by Oklahoma, by the way. Lou Roselli's doing good things out there. You, you could tell he's got that team wrestling hard for yeah, him. Yeah, because he's taking people that he didn't recruit, and he's right. making them believe in I mean, the only, the only way these guys are going to wrestle hard for you is if they believe in you. Right. And he's doing that. They took second, and they beat um, Arizona State. Arizona State, right. yeah. You know, I was amongst really, other teams, right? Amongst other teams, you're right. Um, I was really hoping that Arizona State and Virginia Tech would have wrestled so we could see the, you know, the, the Zach Epperly and Zahid Valencia match. That did not happen. We did get to see Josh Rodriguez from North Dakota State. Him and Joey Dance took on each other. Uh, Dance number two in the country and Rodriguez number four in the country. Nice win by Dance, five to three. Yeah, Dance got him uh, five to three. I didn't see any of the match, but, you know, uh, Rodriguez, he's been the guy. I think he's a senior, and I'll check right now real quick. Mm -hmm. He's been around, and I know he's qualified. I know he's won matches at the NCAA tournament. Yeah, he was around a 12 guy last year. Okay, well, I didn't realize he was around. Yeah. Who did he lose to? He lost to Peters in the round of 12. <laughs> Peters actually pinned him. I bet it was a cow catcher. I, uh, surprise. <laughs> um, so, uh, God. You know, I think Dance and him have wrestled, you know, multiple times in the past, and typically the score has been worse. Um, is that right? I've heard. I think is is Garnett coaching out at North Dakota Garnett State? Garnett is at right. North Dakota State. Old Virginia Tech guy, right? Oh yeah, he was an All American as a senior. Kind right. of like the first year, I think mm -hmm. we started going out again to watch. Okay. The NCAA's. Um, yeah, so obviously he had him prepared for that match. It, you know, Dance was victorious, but good match. I think. Uh, I think it's what you wanted to see out of a two versus a four, right? Yeah. At least score wise, again, I didn't see it. I, but I'm I'm impressed with Dance. You know, he's kind of he's that guy that came out and you know had that nice run as a freshman, got you know All American honors as a freshman. Um, he he always seems to put together decent seasons, but you know the last couple of years at the national tournament things haven't really worked out well for him. Um, it looks like he's kind of got things going for him well, again this year. Well, he's doing the same thing. He's you know? putting together a great season. Yeah, so, I mean, we'll see if it carries over into the into the national tournament. But I think it will. I yeah. think it will this year. Um, big props to Zahid Valencia. He was the uh, outstanding wrestler of the Virginia Duels. Went 4-0. Lots of bonus point victories. That's me snoring. I'm sorry. That I probably sounded gross in the microphone. <laughs> I, I love Zahid. I know you do. He's a fantasy boy, dude. And I, I, If he keeps winning, I'm in trouble. No, it has nothing to do with fantasy. I'll tell you what it has to do with. He wrestles, and he wrestles everyone, uh -oh. and he's beating all Americans. Shots fired. He's scoring bonus points. I'm just putting it out there. You know, he's having a nice season. He's having, he's having a right? really he's having good a season. great season. Um, he's undefeated, right? He's undefeated. I think he's got a good chance to go into the national tournament undefeated, which is really going to make things interesting because you could have, in theory, a few 174-pounders undefeated. Well, yeah, Bo Jordan's going to be undefeated because I don't think he's going to wrestle again until the national tournament is what. <laughs> oh, let's hold, hold uh, off right. on that. <laughs> Speaking of shots fired. So, no, I think that's going to be a fun weight class to watch because between, you know, Bo Jordan, Valencia, Epperly, then, of course, I mean, after that, you've got, you know, your, your Ramos, you got your Weatherspoons. Oh, Spoon. You love Spoon. So, yep, Virginia duels happen. Um, uh, congrats to Virginia Tech there. Um you just want to get into it. You want to get to end Ohio State. That happened. 
it did happen. And how about them Buckeyes? I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're not ready for that one. Like, how about them? How about those Buckeyes, right? Oh, you know, God, I'm glad they got the win. I mean, they did yeah. get the win. They beat up on Illinois. It was 29 to 18. That's but not a beating up. It's yeah. I mean, I guess it's not. I don't think I've ever made the trip to Columbus to watch an Ohio State wrestling match where all of their starters wrestled. No, that that doesn't happen. I was I just I always feel like I just feel so disappointed. When oh, now I walk you're jumping on my arena. train. I'm not jumping on your train. I'm just you know saying I I was thinking about that on the way home, and I'm like, have I ever been to an Ohio State match where all of their starters wrestled? And I just, no, I, I haven't. But anyway, you know they got the win over Illinois. It was twenty nine to eighteen. Um, I would say for the most part, there wasn't a lot of surprises other than the people who didn't wrestle except for, you know, uh, Jose Rodriguez again this week, 125 pounds. I mean, you know, last week he struggled against Jimenez from Wisconsin. He got, you know, beat by a major. He struggled mightily. I mean, it was like 14 to 2, wasn't it? 14 to 2. This week against um, Piotrowski, I think is how you say it. I mean, Piotrowski's 9 and 7. I don't know anything about it. Unranked, 9 and 7. Yeah, at least Jimenez was I, ranked, right? Right. I really expected Rodriguez to kind of get back on track with this match, and he goes out there and gets shut out. Lays a goose head, t- ten to nothing major. Well, you wrote you wrote a nice preview for um, f- for this duel that the um, the guys at Blood Round uh, Wrestling Podcast. Uh, they also got a website. Uh, they posted it for us, so that was really nice that of them. That was really cool of them. Yeah, yeah, it was really nice of them. Um, so you, you wrote a preview there, and you I think you you had Rodriguez by major, and I agree with you. Oh, decision. decision. Wow. Yeah, and I thought that it could be even the major. Mm-hmm. And for him to go out and get major 10 about a, to a guy who, you know, I consider myself more than just a casual wrestling, college wrestling sure. fan, a guy who I know nothing about. Who's um, 9 and 7 on the year. Yeah. I mean, really, 9 and 7 on the year to this point. Better record than I we're have. Just <laughs> getting into the Big Ten, you know, the, the conference dual season. Um, I, no, I, th- I, I thought this was going to be a win for him. What's going on? It looks like the polls. You know, I, I call it the Michael Jordan effect today when we were sitting there talking. And, you know, Michael Jordan, he didn't he didn't become flat until a little later mm-hmm. in the you season. last year. Yeah, so last year. Yeah, he didn't become flat until a little later in the season. But, you know, when you're pulling so much weight and you have the Big Ten grind, and you remember, the college season is over a month longer, at least back when I was wrestling, over a month longer than the high school season. To constantly be pulling that much weight to get down to weight, it's going to wear on you. Right. And that's why, you know, at the start of the season we said, Man, he's handling this pull really well. He's recovering after one-hour weigh-ins. Lost close to Cruz. Lost close to Joey Dance in a match he could have won. Right. Beats Fleetwood from Central Michigan. Right. We're we're high on him. Yeah. Right. We're th- yeah. We're thinking this guy's. You know, he's working his way up. Like we got a chance to get on the podium or score some score good points at, at nationals. Yeah. And now he he's hit a wall. He gets majored by a guy uh, Jimenez from Wisconsin who just got beat nineteen to one by, by Tim Lam- Lambert. Right. Uh, who's never been an All-American. Right. And then he goes out there and uh, loses 10-0 to Petrowski, and it was an uninspired performance. Um, he looked flat. I mean, He looked tired. He, he, and I, you, know, you can't blame a guy for that. No, Sorry, I go mean, ahead. he's a freshman. You know, I don't I don't know if he's hitting that freshman wall, if it's a combination of everything, the, the weight cut, the wall. I, I don't know. But what I noticed in that match was is he really, aside from putting himself in some bad positions a couple of times, he really only gave – an all-out effort to score on maybe one or two on one or two times and one or two attacks, and I don't know if that's because he's conserving his energy. If he thinks all I have in me is is the energy to go, you know, for one or two attacks, yeah. if that's the case, we're in trouble. 
Yeah, and and I feel bad for him because if if, if that's the case, you know, he's also maybe laboring in the injury, Could you know, be. or la- whatever that tape is. It looks mm-hmm. like a, I don't know if it's an ACL, MCL, whatever type of tape job he gets on he's his knee. He's had it on all. He's had it on all season. Sure, um, but dude, we all know what a weight cut can do to you towards the middle and end of season. Yeah, when you've been making that pull right. every week, and you know who knows what he came down from, but he's not small. So so if you if you're the coach, you've got a guy who. Has gone out in his last two matches. He's been majored um, both times. Do you do you give him a week or so off from competing, get his head straight, or do you do you, do you battle through it? I, I don't know. I think it depends on the kid. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I I would it, if willing, I'd probably give the kid a week off from just making the weight. Okay. Now, and that, that's if you trust him enough not to balloon up. You know, all of a sudden, <laughs> right. he, all of a sudden he weighs 145 pounds. Right. You know, coming in. That's that, that's not the that's not the idea. The idea is okay. Maybe you'll get your weight up a little bit, get a good week of training mm-hmm. where you're training at an optimal weight to train, bringing yourself down slowly. Mm-hmm. But again, we're just speculating that it could be the weight cut. I don't know what else it could be because, to be honest with you, it, it ain't his skill. No. He's got the best. He's got enough skill to go with the top, the best guys in the country. But we've seen absent it. maybe the top two. Right, we've seen it or three maybe. Yeah. So whatever it is, I hope they figure it out. I hope he gets back on track. Maybe it'll be next week. Problem is, I don't think they have another twenty five pounder on the roster. Do they? Um, I'm not aware. I mean, nobody that can compete at the level he's competing well, yeah. at, well, that he was competing at. Yeah. Um, uh, all right, so let's move. This on. Is let's the match, let's buddy. move on from one twenty five. So one hundred thirty three pounds. I think that was the match everybody was waiting for. You've got. Nathan Tomasello, number two in the country, taking on Zane Richards, number four in the country. Um, we all know about Tomasello. He's been a national champion, took third last year. Um, Zane Richards took fourth last year at 133 pounds. They've both been wrestling really well. And um, Dude, Zane I, Richards is huge. He's a big 33-pounder. He is not a small 33-pounder no. by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, he, he's a big 33-pounder. I thought this was going to be a close match, but obviously Tomasello had other ideas. Uh, yeah, dude, Tomasello. Does he have a nickname besides NATO? Uh, he don't they call him like Hercules or something? Yeah, he needs like Hercules or like Baby Hulk or something. You know, I don't know what it is. He needs something. But he is an animal. Twelve to four major decision. Five takedowns. He took him down five times, and he took him down with varying attacks. High was, crotches, yeah, single, single legs, legs, constantly pressuring him. Got riding time. Uh, got out on Richards, who you know is not a bad rider on oh, top. Richards himself. is pretty good on top. Richards had nothing for him. I, I don't even know what else to say besides the fact that Richards had literally nothing for him that would make me think that Richards could – now, Richards could keep it to a decision next time. Richards didn't do anything. He never got close to a leg. I mean, no. he touched a leg, but he didn't get close to a leg. Richards did nothing to make me believe that he could beat Tomasillo the next time they wrestle. Or that he could score an offensive point. Yeah. So, that's 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 nice. Were I, you surprised by that result? Not the outcome, but the yes. result. Um, not surprised so much by the score. You weren't surprised by the score. Wow. No, not, not terribly surprised. Okay. Because we've seen this from NATO, right? We've seen him go out there. Remember back when he was ranked like second or third and Conway was ranked like seventh? And mm-hmm. he goes out there and just beats the heck out of Conway back, you know, like two years ago. At 125? Yeah, at 25. So we know that he can put a bonus against top-ranked guys. What I was surprised by is how um, non-competitive the match was. It was almost like NATO was in on a leg, he scored. Yes. He was in on a leg, he scored. He, you know, he started whatever with, he wanted to do. He did in that match. Started with his singles because, uh, you know, I hate to get too technical here. Zane Richards was leading hard with his right leg, got to his singles, and you know what that did? Eventually, that opened up his high crotches. Nato's and you a, called that. Yeah. When the match started, you called that. You said Nato needs to get on his singles because of the way Richards was leading. Yep. And he did, and he did quick. So, 
It doesn't surprise. It really doesn't. It doesn't surprise me that he majored him. Man, I, I, I was surprised. I mean, I, I was surprised. I thought that Zane's size, his skill, his style could slow sure. Richards down. I mean, look at look at who he's wrestled. He's had some close matches this year, coming out on top, and, and most of them, you know, he, he did have the loss against Montoya. Um, but he's got a great resume. He does. He's beaten Clark. He's before. a fantastic wrestler. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, great, great job by by Tomasello. I mean, I that's think that's what I'm talking about. I, I, We're I talking think, too much about Richard, right? Tomasello looked fantastic. Um, I, I really believe, in my opinion, and yes, I, I know we swing a little Ohio State bias, but um, our he, uh, Buckeyes he, he, are swinging a little bit. <laughs> he is. Uh, he's solidifying himself as the uh, as the number one thirty three pounder right now, in my opinion. Did you get my nut joke? I did. I tried to ignore it, but you're not going to let me. I acknowledge it. All right. I acknowledge your Buckeye nut joke. <laughs> it <Thanks>. was funny. <laughs> um, after that, I want to also talk about Luke Pletcher looked really good. Okay. Um, did you know that NATO's going to be the number one ranked guy in the country? I do, but when we're going to we wake up let's, tomorrow. Let's, well, Tuesday when rankings come out. All right. Let's go. All right. Um, Luke Pletcher. Did what he did in the Midlands. He went out there. He major decision. No, he didn't major. He majored uh, Joda, I think is how you say it, um, at Midlands. They yes. wrestled again, 10-4. to 4. He is so good Pletch on dog, his baby. feet. He is so good on his feet. I call him Pletch Dog. Do you? Yeah. He's really good. He's got high seas to both sides. Or no, he's got high C to one side, single to the other. But, I mean, they're, they're, they're slick, Rick. Yeah, he's looking good. He, he looked good in that match. Um, you think he's figuring things out? I, 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 I never doubted his technique. I think it's the horsepower when he gets yeah. up against the top guys. So You still think it's going to be an issue for him, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I, I think okay. so. I think that it will be an issue. But we'll see. It doesn't mean that he can't All-American. No, no I, I don't think so. I mean, the, the weight class is deep. You know, It's probably the second deepest weight class there is. Um, he's definitely got the ability to All-American. It's, you know, it's going to be a dogfight, but I think he can do it. I'm biased, though. I like him. You're looking at me funny. Yeah, I know. It's fun. Like, you're you're waiting for me to say something bad about an Ohio State guy. No, we'll, no. We'll get to that later. Oh, yeah, anyways. Um, uh, so, Micah Jordan did what Micah Jordan does. He went out, pinned Eric Barone. I mean... I think that was zeros after the first period. Do was you remember? It? Yeah. Barone gave him a... Barone gave him a little bit of a fit. And I think it might have been style. Barone was long, lanky. Micah guy was, was in, like, a billion times. Just couldn't quite get that mm-hmm. angle. Um, Stuck him with the cradle. He's looking good with that cradle. You think that's Jaggers that's, working that's with him? That's Jay Jaggers all day, dude. That has Jay Jaggers written on it. Yeah, I mean, he, he is looking good with that I'm cradle. I'm pretty sure he's got to license that from Jaggers. <laughs> some, <laughs> some lawyer humor there. <laughs> so uh, Micah did what Micah does. Got the big win there. Um, at 157, we did not see Jake Ryan against uh, Langendurfer. Langendurfer took third in the Big Ten a couple of years ago at 149. Uh and then struggled, that's when he beat, struggled that's the when last he, year. Oh, sorry to interrupt you. That's when I think when he beat Hunter Steber. I think you're right. When Hunter Steber was, you know, injured. I yeah. would be the only way I could say it. Um, and then Langendurfer struggled last year at 149. He's up at 157 this year. Um, was hoping we'd get to see Jake Ryan wrestling. That didn't happen. Um, Anthony DiCarlo filled in for Ryan. You know, lost I had no speculation yeah, to, just, to yeah. why he was there. He was just he outclassed. Wrestling. Oh, no. Yeah, I have no speculation as to why Ryan didn't wrestle. I have no clue. And I, I don't even know if we should speculate on that. No, I'm not going to speculate. But, you know, we did talk about this, you know, last time that he's struggling. Uh, you know, his confidence can't be good. Do you think they're giving him some time to get his head straight? Maybe. Or it could be, you know, some time like we were just talking about with uh, Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Maybe not having to cut and make the weight all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, especially because they have backups. Right. I don't know. I know that he came back. He got the, you know, he won some matches at Cleveland State. Won at Northwestern. Then lost a, a guy that he'd beaten twice before. So, yeah. right. I don't know. 
Hope everything's okay with him. I'm sure we'll see him back on the mat soon. Hope it's not an injury, that's for sure. So your boy Bircher went out there and gave it a valiant effort against uh, Dude, you know my against boy Cody Imar. Bircher. Cody Bircher's going to battle, though. That's the thing. He's going to step up to the plate every time he's asked. Look at who he's wrestled this year. No, he did step up to the plate. He held it to a tech fall. What? You know, and it's a lot, a lot better than a lot of guys can do against Imar, <laughs> and a lot better than I would do against Imar. He's, he's wrestled people tough. But no, you know what? Does. I think that uh, Isaac Jordan only beat him 4-1. to one. Uh, yeah, but not in this match, though. He wrestled I- Martinez No, what match. I'm saying is... I know. I know what you're dude, saying. Dude, Imar is... He's a beast. He, you heard of just, this guy before? He's just nasty. Like, he never stops moving. I would hate to wrestle him. No, he looks like he would hurt you. Like, I mean, not you, it's just people in general. Agreed. He's always... Yeah, I don't know. What do you, what do you want me to I say I mean, that's why Imar? he's got one loss in two years, right? Yeah, what do you want me to say about Two Imar? national titles, and as you would say, two, uh, two what? Two Big Ten titles. Two Big Ten titles. Um, all right, so 174 pounds. I think this is where our frustrations came in. You know, well, and the thing is, I think that there might be a legitimate reason for Bo Jordan not wrestling. I think that's where you're going, right? Yeah, I mean, we were the the other marquee match of the night besides, uh, you know, NATO and and Zane uh, and and Richards or whatever was was Brunson and Bo. Brunson and Bo. I mean, Brunson is a top 12 guy. Uh, Bo Jordan is ranked number one by most of the prognostications, if not all of them. Bo Jordan didn't wrestle. You know, I think that we could probably say that you know he had a walking boot he had a on. Boot on. I mean, yeah, sitting on the bench in a boot. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like it's it's hidden. Don't know why um, exactly, but you know he di- he didn't wrestle. Look, as frustrated as we get, and now I'm I'm going to backtrack a little bit. As frustrated as we get about these guys not wrestling. If he's injured, you don't put him out there. No, I agree. But it's like I can't help but to be disappointed. Well, yeah, he's wrestled all of eight matches this year for for, for varying Various reasons. reasons. And so it could be the perfect storm of things not happening. Look, if he gets healthy, he's going to wrestle. He's going to wrestle in the Big Tens. He's going to do well. And I think he's going to compete for a national title. But that being said, we were already saying, man, Bo's not going to wrestle really anybody until Big Tens. Mm-hmm. And even through Big Tens, it's not like a, it's not a, you know, it's not a, I don't think there's a huge, I mean, yeah, let's look at that real quick. I don't think there's a huge Big Ten. Um, no, I mean, 174 yeah. um, in the Big Tens, I mean, besides Bo, you know and I'm obviously going. Brunson, you have um, uh, uh, Amin from from Michigan, who's a pretty sure. good 174 pounder. But after that, We're I We're not talking about the Big Ten gauntlet that some weight classes are, right? Right, exactly. Um, so I don't know what type of, what type of schedule he's going to have by the time, you know, Big Tens come around. Yeah, but we're talking NCAs potentially, right? I mean, he could go in NCAA. Well, who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows, man? You know, do you think he wins the Big Ten? Yes, I do. I think, you know, as long as he's wrestling, I think he wins the Big Ten. <laughs> but what, is he, what does that do for seeding then? What about a guy like Zahid that goes undefeated and has wrestled and beaten everybody in front of him, including multiple All-Americans? Does Bo get the number one seed? No. No. They they're not gonna they're not gonna look at intermat rankings when they do the seedings. Yeah, but they're but, gonna look but at Bo's str- gonna go undefeated. No, but what they're gonna do when we saw this in the past, they're gonna look at strength of schedule. Why are you pointing at me? Because I'm pointing at you. They are going to look at strength of schedule. You're right. And right now, you know, there's a case to be made that at 174, between the undefeated guys, Epperly and Zahid have both had tougher schedules thus far. And the two three is not a, that big of a deal. No, same uh, thing. Yeah. So, so you're thinking it could be potentially if he wins it out, Zahid and then Epperly Bo on the bottom. I, I could see that. 
Yeah, I mean, so whoever gets that one seed is going to have a huge advantage there because the other top two guys are going to be on the other side of the bracket. Although, I mean, there's other there's other landmines to navigate at 174. But yeah, so Bo Jordan didn't wrestle. I think that's the story there. But 184, let me tell you about my boy Mymar. I called this. You did. You called it. You were in your pro- in your preview. You called it. I I called it a, called it to a decision. Just mm-hmm. in, I didn't write a preview. Um, but you know, just that's what I thought it was going to be. But you, you I called you the major. Perfect. I just called a gut feeling. I thought that. You know, after uh, the uncharacteristic performance uh, at Midlands, by Mymar standards, I thought that he was going to come out on his home mat and try to make a statement against Emery Parker, who, by the way, is also ranked in the top 15. Yeah, he's ranked 13th, and the guy's no slouch. He's had some nice wins. He's had some nice wins. I mean, he just beat uh, Gravina last weekend uh, from Rutgers. Yeah. Who, it was a great win. Yeah, who Gravina, I think, outplaced Mymar at the at Midlands, Midlands. Maybe. I hope, man. If not, <laughs> if not, I'm sorry. Um, so he, he goes out. And, you know, he gets a nice double to a body lock right to the Woo! back to start the match out. Suddenly he's up six to nothing. You think he, he did that to say, Bo Nickel, you come at me with those double overs. This is what's going to happen to you? No. I think he did. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but anyway, I mean, he 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 looked good. That's the Mymar that we've sure. been waiting to see yeah. that we're used to seeing. And you could say, look, he got a body lock, so that's a that's six-point lead, right? But not only that, he took him down with attacks to both sides. He did. Did you notice that? Attack to the right, attack to the left. I watched that. I mean, he won 11 to 3. He won 11 to 3. What side are you attacking? You know, Mm -hmm. are you only attacking one side? You only have one attack. He attacked the middle, the body lock, the left side, and the right side. When you're attacking every portion of a guy's body, and he was moving really well, again, not to get too deep into technique, he was moving really well, and he rode him to get riding time. Yes, he looked good. He did look good. Um, So good good for him. Glad to see him back on track. I hope that carries over into the next couple of weeks. Um, After that, Colin Moore and Kyle Snyder both came up with big victories. Both of them uh, got the pin. So that put the Buckeyes up to a 29-18 victory over Illinois. Who'd Snyder wrestle? Deuce Rashaw. Um, Poor guy. And I'll tell you what, (laughs) Josh Fox is probably over there on the sidelines. (laughs) You know, Kyle Snyder's backup that's like – you sob. Where were you last week when I had to go out there against Medbury? And, Medbury. Now, and now you're back for for Illinois backup. For Illinois backup. Like, thanks, yeah. thanks, bro. Yeah. He's like, I got this. Yeah. I got Illinois backup. Yeah. No problem. You go out there and wrestle Medbury for me. <laughs> Let me know how it goes. I want to watch the film. No, I know. We know Kyle Snyder was at the Olympic training camp. That is funny. <laughs> Fox is like Josh Fox it. probably could. You know, that would have been a good match. I think Fox could have won that match. For sure. I think it would have been a good match. It would have been a little bit outsized, but <laughs> that's so funny. That Snyder, Fox has to wrestle Medbury, and Slander gets to go out there and wrestle a uh, good old deuce. Oh, well. It is what it is. All right, let's move on. So the other big duel this weekend, I think this is the one that everybody was waiting for. Um, Iowa and Oklahoma State, man. That was a duel. What are your thoughts? Well, you know, we didn't we didn't get to see it live. We watched it. Um, but we got to, we got to watch the recap. And I tell you what. It was pretty close to the way you and I called it. You know, when we spent our three hours at uh, the Varsity Club before we went to the duel because I forgot that it didn't start until 2, um, we, you know, we kind of wrote it down, and I had it 21-10, Oklahoma State, and you had it 21-15. I had 21-15. ended up being 24 to, um, 24 to 11. Yeah, so um, kind of like kind of what I thought. Why don't you, you know, I mean, if you want to run through, what matches you want to well, talk it, about? I mean, they're – I don't think there was a boring match in this entire duel for the most part. What out of twenty guys wrestling, I think seventeen were ranked. Seventeen, eighteen were uh, ranked. I think there was only one guy that wasn't ranked, right? Um, or, I know there was two, two the, Iowa guys that weren't ranked. Yeah, because um, they put their backup out there at one sixty-five. I don't think obviously he wasn't ranked. I don't think their ninety-seven pounders ranked. They're forty-one pounders. Carton is a uh, Carton. Carton, I think he is ranked. Is he ranked? I think he's ranked now. Um, so anyway, great matches up and down. You know, up and down the. Uh, 
the lineups here. Um, it would just start at 125. I mean, I thought Gilman was going to win that match. We, dude, I called the major on that. Dude, he he majored him. He looks like an animal out there right now. Well, he did what Gilman does, right? It was close after the first period. But when you wrestle that Iowa style, not only the Iowa style, but Iowa style with also having some technique. Not to say that not all Iowa style don't. But with the ability to actually get on legs as well. Um, you know, good things are going to happen because your opponent's going to be worn out. And he was. By the end, Gilman was just picking him apart on his legs. You think he's separating himself from all the other 125s? I think that he has a uh, – he's definitely the leader of the pack. Mm-hmm. Dance has beaten him before, I think, two years ago maybe. Okay. Um, and Nick Seriano is kind of an unknown. Like, we know who he is, right? Mm-hmm. We know that he's good and he's beaten really good guys. Mm-hmm. We don't know what he's going to do against Gilman. So I'd say that Gilman has separated himself as a clear number one, but I don't think he's unbeatable. Does okay. that make sense? No, it does. It's a fair point. Um, I was impressed with him. I think he's wrestling really well. I think he's, you know, when you're a senior and you've been at the national tournament, he's taken a fifth. He's been a runner up. He's looking for that national title. He really looks like he's got that drive this year that he, you know, he's not settling for anything other than first place. And, uh, Dude, and, he's he's angry. Like he, he, every time he wrestles, he just looks angry. He's a character. Yeah, and he like if you listen to his interviews before, what did he say? We're gonna go down there and whoop him up, like yeah. something like that. But he, God, you know, I like it. When I'm cutting weight, when I was cutting weight, I was just exhausted. And he just seems like he's got just great emotion, great charisma, and he's got to be sucking some weight to make 25. He looks huge. Yeah, so I like it. I, I do too. Good. Um, you know, I don't like the face smushing as much, but I do like the. I, I don't like the the, you know, stuff that's could be penalized in a match. But I love the t- conversation before and after. All right, so lots of big matches again in this in this duel meet. Um, one thirty three, you had Corey Clark taking on Cade Brock. Both guys are ranked. You know, Clark was number one. Brock, I think, is ranked about sixth. Um, Brock pulled the upset. Yeah, I mean, it was an upset on paper. It right? was, but we both had Brock winning. You know, I think I just had – it was just one of those things where I thought, yeah, I could see Brock winning this match on his home mat. But after watching that match, I think you and I would both agree. that next. I think next time they wrestle, I think Clark gets it. I him. think Clark nips him next time. Um, I was I was impressed with Cade and his ability to scramble. Mm-hmm. But the same thing, that's Clark's second match back. He's wrestling away, mm-hmm. and he looked like the more offensive wrestler. He was in on more legs. He got out scrambled in a couple positions, mm-hmm. you know, got beat in a couple positions where I don't think he gets beat after he gets his full lungs back, his full timing back. So I agree with you there. But I love watching Cade Brock wrestle. That guy has attacks, not only upper body, lower body, Slick. defense, offense. Dude, the dude throws the kitchen sink at you, and I love that. And I think that Brock has got a great future. He's certainly a title contender. I agree. Um, you know, and it's a nice win, seven to six. What what would happen? Clark had 59 seconds of riding like, time? Like, like 59 seconds of ride time or something. Yeah, you got you got to ride that's, him out that extra close. second, man. <laughs> it was close. Um, other other big matches: Kalika and Sorensen, the rematch at 149, a rematch of last year's semifinals at the national tournament that Sorensen I think won four to two. Um, uh, Kalika reversed it. That's reversed our high that boy, result, baby. man. That's our high boy right there. He's they, having a good season. They wrestled three times, from what I from what I know. Okay. Um, they wrestled the first time. Sorensen beat him six to one. Mm-hmm. Second time, he beat him four to two. Um, Kalika beat Sorensen at Akron. Um, for I think it was uh, Philos. Okay. Um, but that was a freestyle, right? Right. And then he goes out and he beats them four to three here in tiebreaker, which is that, that's got to be the ride outs, right? TV two. Yeah, I didn't get to watch that match. I think you got to see it as we were driving home. Look, we said it before. I think, you know, Kalika's got a chance to make the finals. 
and I agree. I agree. He's he's been wrestling better than I've seen him this year. Right. Or excuse me, better than I've ever seen him this year. He's that's a great win for him. Um, I think any time that you can beat a guy that's beaten beaten you twice, you know, in the, at the NCAA level, sure. To reverse that and finally uh, beat him, it does so much for your confidence. And I think they're gonna meet. They're gonna meet again this year. I think his confidence really got bolstered when he finally found the right weight class last year. Remember, he wrestled forty one as a freshman and then fifty seven as a sophomore. Yeah, he finally found the right weight class. Goes out. All Americans last year, I think, taken fourth. Yep, took fourth. Yeah, his only losses were with. Uh, um, he lost to Sorensen in the semis and, and then Le'Veon Mays. Mays. Yeah, mm-hmm. who'd beaten earlier in the tournament. He's his confidence has got to be at a sky high level, and I see him being able to beat anybody. Well, it's true, he's already beaten Mays this year at the um, All Star Classic. I see him being able to beat anybody but Rutherford. I think that's fair. Fair point. I, I I'm I'm not going to disagree with that. And that's what I think that we were kind of expecting from him when he came out of high school. We we had the chance to be kind of he was a able to follow recruit. him. Yeah, because we watched him because some of our guys wrestled right. him. He was a huge recruit. I mean, three-time Ohio State champ. He was a multiple-time Fargo Junior National Champion in freestyle. Um, big-time recruit. And I think you're right. Once he got to Oklahoma State, you know, I think he was – too, pulling too much weight to make 41 yep. that first year it showed obviously wasn't big enough for 57 but he's settling in nice at this weight class and, and it's showing in his results well, yeah he's a senior this so. year and i think that i think that he's going to be a two-time all-american with a chance to be a finalist mm-hmm. um at 157 pounds uh michael kimmer and uh jojo smith wrestled and kimmer kimmer came out on top and i'll tell you what he he is solidifying himself as the true number two guy at that weight class he's already ranked number two but i mean he it, it, I don't know. What What are your thoughts on this? What's going on? Do you think he's a legit contender to Nolf for 157? Not at all. Um, <laughs> Not at all. You no, shut it I, down. I figured you were going to... Uh, no, no, nobody's a legit contender to be uh, Nolf. I think absent a, a, a huge upset. And we're mm-hmm. talking one of the bigger upsets we've seen in a while. Mm-hmm. N- nobody beats. Nobody's beating Nolf. Dude's putting up bonus points like it's his job. He's bonused everybody I think he's wrestled this year. And almost right. everybody last year. You know, absent absent this one guy named Israel Matri- Isaiah. Isaiah. God, I always say Israel. Yeah, you ever heard of him? Yeah, Isaiah Martinez. <laughs> well, we all, everybody calls him Imar, right? So um, so he's, he's not a contender for that, but I think that he is – Look, I think that him, um, you know, and I saw a place he was going up to 65. Man, uh, I saw him at 65 this weekend. Piles, Christian Piles from Flo said that Is he going up there for saying. good? Yeah. All right. I mean, that's it's gonna. This weight class Jesus. is thinning out, man. Fifty-seven is thinning out, and sixty-five is gonna be just insane. You know, that's just what I read on Twitter, right? What, what, what the heck does that mean? That doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean shit. But um, Kemmerer is a legit finalist contender. I'll say that, and he's. I agree that he's a front runner because he's beaten Berger, but I think that that match can be flipped. He's beaten Berger. He's beaten Brian Murphy. He beat. Joe Smith. Jason Sertzis. He's beaten JoJo Smith. I mean, understandably that Sertzis is, is not wrestling this year. Sure. But, I mean, a former national champion and competing at Midlands, and, and Kimmerer beat him. Um, he's got he's got some great wins. You know, he beat Joe Smith today, 4-3. to three. Mm-hmm. Um, There was a couple exchanges. Joe Smith was in on a couple legs. Kemmer was able to outscramble him. Not a huge surprise to me. Kemmer is another one of those Iowa guys that wrestles the Iowa style, but at the same time has some offense to go with it. Agreed. He's a freshman, yeah. Which is which is something that you have to consider a little bit when when it comes to NCAA time. Okay. Definitely a finalist potential. All right. 
Were you shocked by the result, or were you expecting that result? I, I mean, I, that's what we picked. Or that's what I picked. Right. I picked Hammer to win. Okay. Uh, he's looking good. I'm impressed with him. I, you know, I thought he was going to be good. I didn't think he was going to be this good this year. Um, but I, I don't know if that's an indication of how good he actually is or how weak the weight class great, is getting right now. Great point. I think the weight class is just thinning out so much, especially if Palacio goes up, right? Right. Which is, you know, because if Palacio goes up, who's number two right now? Maybe it could have been Roshkoff. It could have been Richie Lewis. Who knows? You know, these guys, mm-hmm. it's it's a thinner weight. Mm-hmm. Um, pe- you know, people don't want to wrestle with Jason Nolf, and I can't blame them. Um, I don't understand why. There's got to be some guys that are big at 149 that like, hey, move up. Right. Because 149 is deep. 149 is pretty deep. Yeah. But anyway, um, lots of other good matches in this duel. Um, I will put their backup out there at 165. Chandler Rogers goes out and does what he does. Man, that dude's funk. That was he gets crazy. The pin. They called oh, it, it called assassin. They called it an assassin. It was like what was it like a? Re- it was a. So it was a reverse. reverse? Yeah, go ahead, go like, ahead. I'm I don't trying know. to figure it out. I don't myself. Look at like a reverse body lock. It was a reverse. So you know how they have the um, what's the head and the arm they call where they start the swipes? Uh, side side headlock. Yeah. Right. It was a reverse side headlock, uh-huh. and he just rolled back. Rolled, I mean, you have to watch it, right? It was crazy. I'm sure they're going to have it on flow, and it's probably going to be, you can probably watch it in like a day or two free. Watch it, because I don't know what the heck that is. I've never heard of an assassin. Neither have I. Um, I thought it was a magic card. But it's a great name. It's a great name. Nothing on the magic card, huh? What magic card are you talking about? You never about? played Magic the Gathering? Oh, you mean when we were kids? Yeah, there was a, there was a card called the Assassin. No, I was hanging Royal out. Assassin. I was hanging out with girls. I'm sorry. Yeah, magic is <laughs> so, the bomb. But anyway, <laughs> so he hits this Royal Assassin, and uh, <laughs> I mean, literally, whoever watches played Magic knows all about Jesus that. Jesus Christ, dude, the Royal Assassin was the card. Um, so, so <laughs> any. I, I don't know where I'm going. Move on from this. Anyways, that was that was sick. He stuck it, it him. Was, you had it. You had it. You I called, called the pen. pen. Yeah. I thought it was three, but I'm allowed to get away with that one because I didn't know he was wrestling St. John. I thought he was mm-hmm. wrestling somebody else. So you can't, right. you can't get mad at me about that. You know. Um, but after that, you know, Crutchmer and Meyer, two returning All Americans, wrestled. Um, dude, I'm does sorry. Have an I'm sorry. Does Meyer have an offensive? I don't move? think there's a more boring person Whoa. to watch than Meyer. We make friends on this podcast by really saying stuff like that. Don't I mean, worry, I did it last week. He's an all-American good. I mean, that's so great. He did something I'll, I'll never, ever do in my life. But dude, you it's like... eligibility left. No. But like, watching him wrestle is like... It's like watching just... Are you going paint I don't, dry? No, I was going, going to, but I was looking for something even worse. I can't think of anything. No, it's you know he's very defensive. He's very counter offensive. Crushmer is is fun to watch, and Crushmer got in on his legs, took him down, beat him five to two. I don't have anything else to say about that except for the better wrestler won. Yeah, I think in the last two weeks, Meyer has wrestled um, Amin from Michigan and Crutchmer from Okie State, and I think he's probably taken one and a half shots in those two matches yeah. combined. Well, he came back and lost to Amin close. But he gave up too many points at the start of the match, as well, from what I recall. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's a bad thing when you give up too many points to be able to come back on. Good win for Crutchmer, though. It's going to go a long way for seeding purposes. Yeah, seed, Seeding-wise, absolutely. Yeah, it's a good win for Look, him. Crutchmer's fun to watch. He's he's kind of got a little Chandler, or Chandler Rogers in him, you know, a little upper body, lower body attacks. Mm-hmm. It's good. He needs a tattoo. <laughs> you know he doesn't have a, he doesn't have enough of them. You know I read on Twitter right before um, we came back in. Who did I read it from? I think I might have read it from the, one of the guys from the Black Shoe Diary. He posted that like Crutchmer apparently searches Twitter for his name to read tweets about him. So I'm gonna write one. <laughs> to please do. Um, I'll tell you. So next match at 184. This was a great match, and the result was kind of surprising to me. I thought Brooks, Sammy Brooks, was gonna win. Dude, super Not surprising. Not only did he win, 
I mean, he put a whooping on Boyd. He took him to the woodshed, right? I had, 13, I had, what was it thirteen to four? Thirteen major? to three. Thirteen to and three. And I had, I had uh, Nolan and, Boyd winning that match. And I had Nolan Boyd stuck when he was cradled up. Oh, uh, dude, it was. I mean, I don't know. I was kind of trying to look on your phone as I was driving. He was pen. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't if know. If that I, match was at Carver, they would have called the I'd pen. Have to, yeah, I'd have to take your word for it. Either way, regardless, right? It's a freaking major decision. It doesn't have any outcome on the, on the duel, so you can't be too terribly right. mad about it, right? If you're an Iowa guy, but. Boyd is legit. Mm-hmm. Boyd is wrestled he took fourth in the country yeah, last year, and, and he beat Gabriel last year, obviously. But you know, he's also had some other nice wins, and he's super offensive, super high pace. Typically, mm-hmm. that's why I picked him against Brooks. I thought that he Brooks would make a couple mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. not to say Brooks is a bad wrestler, and Boyd would capitalize and win a maybe a five to three, five mm-hmm. to four match. Um, it was anything but. It was Brooks taking him down, turning him, I think, more than just once, right? He turned him in a tilt, too, and almost yeah, pinned him, yep, right? Yep, a very tight tilt. So, I mean, nice win for him. And and Brooks, you know, 184 is so deep. We've been hearing everybody talk about all the other guys. But Brooks is quietly having a really nice season, minus one loss to Nate Jackson, I think, that he that he avenged Did later. he avenge? I'm not yeah. sure if he lost any other ones or not. Um, unfortunately, his name doesn't have a – yeah, you can't, yeah. can't click on it. Thanks for that, Intermat. <laughs> and we'll, I'll, or track. I'll get back to that later. But, uh, but well, I mean, good. Brooks was uh, – I think he was a Big Ten champ last year. Yeah, and he, he, went to the, he went to the national tournament, I think, as the two seats. So I know for a fact Big Ten, Ten champ, champ because yeah. he made that silly interview. Oh, but that was <laughs> not silly. You can't win a Big Ten championship in a day. You can't grow a great mullet in a day. It's a true story. You can't do a lot of things in a day. So, yeah, that's still the best interview of all time. <laughs> I mean, literally of all time. <laughs> Anyway, really good win for him, man. Um, but he is, you know, he's having a great season. I'm interested to see um, how the how the Big Ten tournament's going to play out. You make a great point, and it's the same thing. Everybody focuses on a few people at 184. Mm-hmm. People weren't focusing on Dudley. Now maybe they shouldn't have been after the nickel match, but mm-hmm. he's still good. People aren't focusing on Brooke. Brooks. People aren't focusing on this guy. People aren't focusing on that guy. You asked me last week. It's funny because I, I re-listened to it just to make to ensure that you know our obviously our podcast sound quality is okay, and because I like to hear myself talk. Yes, you do. Um, but you were like, "Where do you put Pat Downey?" And I was like, "I don't know, top 15. <laughs> but that, but it's the truth, right? I don't know. So, as you would say, this weight class is going to be a treat. It'd be a treat in Nashville. It's gonna be a delight, baby. It's gonna be a delight. Um, the last match I think we should mention uh, was the heavyweight match. Um, big, oh, big, so for big props to, to Austin Schaefer, the way he pulled that victory out. Oh, by the way, he when, when I said that Alex Meyer was the most boring wrestler to watch, I, I think that's probably number two to Sam Stahl. I mean, Stoll. Oh, sorry. Um, did, did I say Stahl? Because and there goes any Iowa listeners <laughs> that we did have. I, I'm sorry. Grabbing a guy and pushing him around the mat is that a move? In uh, sumo, it is. <laughs> Is this sumo wrestling? I don't know, man. Dude, he Schaefer got the only two takedowns. He did, and he won five to four. Mm-hmm. And this is we kind of had this conversation on the way up that like takedowns aren't worth as we're not going to go into it right now, but no. takedowns aren't worth as much as they should be because he got two takedowns to none, and stole stole, and I really didn't mean that. Stole got <laughs> I really did. Stole got like a bunch of or two escapes and. A bunch of stalling points because he's bigger than Schaefer, so he can just underhook him and throw him off the and mat. push him around. That is not a wrestling match. We were we both picked Stoll to win. Yep. And by the time we were as we were driving home, by the end of it, we were both rooting for Schaefer to win because we thought that Stoll shouldn't have won the match. I mean, and the way he was wrestling was, I was like, dude, this guy's not giving up. And what happened was at the end of that match when Schaefer scored that last last takedown, Stoll stopped wrestling for a moment. 
even more so than what he was already doing. Yeah. And he got taken down, got taken down to his butt, and, and Schaefer won the match. Good. Good for him. Good. Good, ri- good riddance. So. I, I'm so, I can't stand when, and this isn't just Iowa, and this isn't just another team, and this isn't just heavyweights. When people push and push and push and have no offense and block off, and then they get stalling against the other guy. It's, it's not stalling. Yeah, I mean, I, it's a tough rule. It's a tough rule to call, you know. But I don't like that style. It does. It's not very fun to watch. Um, so I'm glad that it, it worked against him in this case. Schaefer got the victory. Um, Schaefer looked jacked. Dude, he he's big. I mean, that guy's muscular. I mean, he was giving up weight to stole, but he he looks like a, you know, like he lifts weights. Yeah, he, he lifts. He lifts. I'll t- you know what I'm gonna say this though I think that we've kind of talked in, in past whether it's on the podcast or uh, just in private about how good is Oklahoma State actually um, they're good man they're, they're pretty good really good um, they if if Penn State doesn't pull Mark Hall Oklahoma State has the firepower to definitely win a national tournament you know I think they've got nine legit guys that have an opportunity. To who, be all Americans. Who are you calling out? Piccinini? The one guy that, that that's not? Yeah. Um, oh God, you asked me too quick. Um <laughs> geez, you asked me too quick. 74, 84. You know what? They might have ten guys that have legit chances of being an all American. That's what I'm right? saying. Am I missing somebody? I'm pretty sure that no, because remember it was nine before, but then Schaefer all of a sudden turned on and was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean if they put up nine or ten All Americans and they get a national champ, which they, you know, they, they've got a guy ranked number one right now. And you don't have to get a national. Look at Minnesota, two thousand one. Yeah, but I don't think they were going against a team like Penn State that had that type of firepower, did they? No. You know, the, the neat thing about the national tournament this year is yeah. we've talked and we have talked ad nauseum about there's multiple teams that have a shot to win a title, but the kind of the cool thing about it is they all have a shot to do it in a different way. Way different ways, so right? So you've got Oki State. They've got this just top-to-bottom solid team. Um, you've got – Not a ton of superstar power, right? N- not a top of guys like ranked number one well, or yeah, anything like Well, that. Penn State's got two guys that are going to win the title, and it's not going to be contested. Right. You know, then you got Penn State with their just superstar guys scoring bonus points. You've got Ohio State that's got – a little bit of both, kind of. A little bit of both. I um, think the margin of of error is a little more thin for Ohio uh, that, State, especially now that the, especially now that J Rod's kind of taking a little tumble from yeah. the race. It, it, Doesn't mean yeah. it can't come back, but you know, right. especially now that that's happened, and you know, Jake Ryan is is, is not wrestling to the level that we've seen in the past. I, I'm I'm more on the Ohio State. Let's get a trophy bandwagon right gotcha. now. Is that bad? No, it's not bad. But you know, you, hey, trophies are awesome. I love trophies, dude. I'm a millennial. I, I love. I love. Look, everybody should get a trophy. Everybody gets a trophy. I love it. All right. So you know, but typically heading out to nationals, I'm always most excited about individual, you know, certain weight classes or individual matchups that may occur. But this year, I'm really pumped about the team race because I think this team has a chance to be, be one of the closest in years. And you know what I hope? I hope the team race is tight in the finals, and they make like. Wouldn't it be a dream if the latch match came down between Oki an Oki State versus a Penn State guy? For the winner gets the team trophy, and they made that the last match. Ooh, that would be awesome. That would be fun. I'd pay to watch that. All right, so let's move on. Speaking of that, we're going to. <laughs> and we got tickets. We're looking, we're looking for three sets of tickets. We need tickets. We'll, we'll pay handsome, handsome reward for that. Um, so there were some other decent matchups this weekend. I, I think featuring some 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 top wrestlers. Uh, just want to touch on a bit. 
Um, one of the big ones was uh, Joey McKenna and Matt Kolodzik wrestled each other when Stanford and Princeton uh, took on that duel. Um, that was a. I mean, McKenna shut him out. To me. Four to nothing. You weren't expecting that one, freshman. Were you? Freshman, man. You know they they, they he can, hasn't been wrestling like a freshman they, this year. I know, but they can be great, and they can and they can. I, I don't know. I, I think he's okay. You think he's gonna be all right? Yeah, I think he's gonna be all right. I think he's still a title contender. Um, you know, another one featuring two top ten guys took place when Central Michigan and uh, Northern Iowa wrestled. You had Max Thompson from Northern Iowa taking on returning All American Justin Thompson. Justin I'm Oliver. Sorry, Justin Oliver. Who won that I'm sorry. match? Oliver actually won that match, uh, four to one. This is me waving my hands in the air because I got him on my fantasy <laughs> team. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, you you kind of posted a little thing on Twitter about you know here's some top matches. That was one of the ones. Dude, yeah. who'd you who'd you pick in that match? I didn't pick anybody. No, I think I picked Oliver. You yeah, did, I picked okay, Oliver. Yeah, um, I think I did too. And Oliver, you know, uh, he won the match. I think he could. He, I think he really did control the match. Last I checked, he had quite a bit of writing time. Um, but Thompson's only two losses. Well, now three losses are to top ten guys. Okay. Um, you know, he's got four wins over top twenty wrestlers. Where's he from? I'm sorry. This... He's he's from Northern Iowa. Okay. You and I. Um, he's quietly. Quietly, after finishing third at the Southern Scuffle, snuck himself into the top ten. He was ranked eighth, you know, before today's match. Yeah, so, well, I don't see that going down. I think another one uh, was uh, Jared Prince from Navy beating returning All American Randy Cruz seven to five. That, I mean, that's that surprises a, me. That's an interesting result because Prince is, I think, a freshman, right? Mm -hmm. And he won the spot. And I read this the other day, so I read this and I remember reading this. So I know I'm not getting this wrong. Prince is starting at that weight uh, at 149 over two 41. return one forty. No, you already got something wrong. Yeah, <laughs> Prince is starting over Randy or over two returning national qualifiers. One of them that was a forty-one pounder, like um, it was Gill or something like that. Okay, or something last year, and then one that was a thirty-three, like two years ago or something. Did like you that. just make this up? No, but I swear. It, but that's interesting that he's 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 doing that. And then I, I was shocked by that by that by that result though. I mean, Randy Cruz returning All American, he's good. Uh, who beat Kevin Jack? Gave Kevin Jack only losses. Exactly. So I was kind of surprised by that result. And then Cruz goes, uh, or that's, that's his brother Darian goes out and beats uh, Tay Round nine to five. You know, I'm just kind of looking at some results here. I don't want to read them all, but that's an interesting one. Let's talk. There's going to be some major shakeup at the 133-pound weight Ooh. class after this weekend. We've already talked. Tomasello went shaking? out and beat Richards. Um, Cade Brock beat Clark today. Clark was, you know, he's obviously ranked number one in the country. Um, on top of that, one of your favorite boys, Montoya, mm. you call him the uh, the New Mexican Rattler. The New Mexican Rattler. That's my boy from Albuquerque. Albuquerque. Went out against one Landon of my Chandler. favorite wrestlers, uh, Stefan Michich today. And uh, Michich kind of put it to him. Dude, Michich put it on him. 13 to 7. Yeah. I, I can't wait to. I'm going to go home and watch that match. I'm going to tune it on on Big Ten because you can watch it. Michich is good, man. I mean, his only two losses this year are close losses Dude, to Michich's Tomasello legit. and Clark. Um, I still think he should have beaten Clark because uh, Michich, you know, he executed that floundering move in his match against Clark. <laughs> I thought he had two and two. Dude, that, that was the flounder. <laughs> you know, after, afterwards, some people were kind of giving me some crap on it uh, on Twitter. About flounder? Yeah, so I went back and looked it up. It's a legit word. Flounder's a legit word. And if you put an ING on... I'm I've sure, eaten flounder. No, I know. And if you put an ING on many things, I think it makes it a verb, which means that it is a legit word. Wait a minute. You think it makes it? Does it make it a verb? Are we it sure? makes it a freaking verb, dude. <laughs> I don't know what you want. <sighs> I don't know. Now man. you know how it feels, bro. I, but I, I don't know. You. Like, I, love you. I don't know what we're talking about right now. All right. It makes it a damn verb. So anyway, back back to the original point. Um, one thirty. You know who I am. I'm like I'm like I'm all like Mr. Proper when I go to work. But when we get in here, I'm a little hood. You know, I use some terminology that potentially couldn't be actual Stop. words. Stop. Time out. You cannot. 
talk about Magic the Gathering and the Assassin card and then tell me you get a little hood. <laughs> really? <laughs> I almost spit my beer out. <laughs> All right, so back to the original point, Mr. Hood Rat. Um, 133 is going to be shaken up, man. Well, I mean, I how think, do you rank that right now? Right. Knowing who Montoya's beat with I, his wins over Gross and I, Richards, I got you right now, bro. Tell me, how, how's it? How do you think it should I got be ranked? You. Thomasello, number one. Yep. Oh, okay. and, yeah. And All right, Thomasello number one. Close. Cade Brock's undefeated, so he goes number two. All right. Uh, then it goes, um, then it goes Clark. Okay. And then it goes Montoya. Then it goes Richards. And then it goes well, Gross. I'm gonna um, stop you right there. Gross is beaten. Gross has to Montoya. So oh, your first three, Gross. I completely agree with. Then it goes Michic. Because he just beat Montoya. Yeah, but Kid Brock's undefeated. Mijic's no. not undefeated. No, I said I agree with you right there. Oh, you said first two. I thought you said no, first one. First, your first three, I agree with you. I think it should go Tomasella one, Brock two, Clark three, then Mijic. Mijic. Mijic, whatever. And then after that, how how it falls out. No, why, why would Richard, Why would Mijic take, take over on Richards? Because Montoya beat him, and Mijic just beat Montoya. Oh, good point. Okay. Good point. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, well, here's, the, here's the thing about that that we just did. I asked you a question. You gave me a legitimate answer, and then I agree with you. It's kind of, kind of the way the questions work. All right. So, look, we're getting to the end of our time here. We, we said this week we wanted to do something. Let's do it. We are going to go through we, weight we class by weight class. We've got, we're good on time. Okay. We're going to go through weight class order 125 to 285. We are going to pick who we each think are the top two in that weight class at this point in season. Who our national champion uh, projection is for that weight class, and then also a dark horse candidate to AA. The rules for the dark horse candidate, they have to be ranked outside of the top 10 and could not have been an All-American previously. Dude. So let's start at 125. You go first on this weight class. All right. Well, that's that's pretty easy for me. That's uh, Thomas Gilman and Nick Seriano are my top two, and my uh, dark horse is Nathan Crazer from Campbell. So, and I think that Thomas Gilman is going to win it all. All right. Um, I, I'm with you. My top two are Thomas Gilman and Nick Suriano. Over dance, um, huh? Over dance, yes. Um, I think Gilman gets his elusive title this year. Um, and then my dark horse outside of the top 10 to All American. Um, man, I'm going Nick Piccinini. I don't know what to say about that. I think that's a bad choice. Oh, do you? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so 133, I'll go first. You go ahead. Um, top two guys at the weight class. Um, I still think the top two is uh, Nathan Tomasello and Corey Clark. And uh, I am picking Nathan Tomasello to win the title this year. He's looking really good. And then my dark horse to All-American, uh, who's ranked outside of the top ten, I am going to say Kevin DeVoy Jr., Oh, from Drexel. Drexel. I love that pick. Um, I'm Clark and Tomasello. Okay. With, with Tomasello winning it. And I, I know. It's boring. <laughs> we're, we're real boring. <laughs> and I'm going to go with Mitch McKee um, from Minnesota. I thought for sure you would throw Gross in there. Well, I, Gross is, I can't throw him in as my dark horse. No, I, I mean, I thought you would oh, think he was one of the two. Well, I mean, yeah, he's a good wrestler, but I don't know if he's going to be a, like, Clark and Tomasello. All right, 141, you go. I've got Dean Heil and... I got Kevin Jack. I know. This is, this is super. We thought this was going to be awesome. Like, we're going to be enlightening. Like, we're going to blow some like, people's minds. It'd be so different. Yeah. Dean Heil and Kevin Jack are my top two. And my dark horse is going to be Luke Pletcher. Ooh. Actually, and I like Logan Everett, too. Did I know we can't pick two. You pick one. Luke Pletcher. All right. 
So my top two at this weight class. Who who did you pick to win the weight class? Oh, Dean Hiles. Dean Hiles. All right. So Kevin Jack. Put Dean Hiles in the final. Dean Hiles. Idiot. Um, I'm picking Kevin Jack to win it this year. Call it a gut. Called a gut feeling, and then my called dark- a gut punch by Le'Veon Mace. <laughs> my dark horse outside of the top ten. Um, I'm actually going Tommy Thorne. Okay, uh, <laughs> I think that's a bad pick. <laughs> <laughs> you can go to hell. All right, 149. My turn to go first. Yeah. All right, my top two. Um, I'm picking uh, Zane and Le'Veon Mace. Uh, Rutherford, and then my second one is going to be Micah Jordan. Whoa. Okay. Nuck me. Nuck Boom. you. That's tight. Nuck you. Is that legal? I don't know what that means. Um, I'm picking Zane, obviously, to win the weight class. And then my dark horse candidate to All-American um, outside the top 10. Oh, God. how did? Why does he got to be ranked inside the top 10? Um, Patricio Lugo. You can't pick him. I can't pick him. But you know who I can pick? Jordan Laster from Princeton. Oh, yeah. He's good. And my, it's going to be Zane Rutherford and Anthony Colica. Okay. Love Micah. I think he's going to be a top five guy. Uh, oh, that's mighty generous of you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd like to pick Ken Theobald just from, from our Theobald Geraldo comments from the other week. he's red shirt. Literally had me. I, I don't know if anybody else thought that that was fun, but I, I did. It was funny. Um, I'm actually going to go with Alfred Bannister. Baby okay. J. All right. All right, 157, man. Who's going first? Me? Uh, I think it's me. All right, go first. Well, I'm going to go with Jason Knopf. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna go with Tyler Berger. He I is really. You. Are you? Are you? Well, all right. I'm going Cameron then. <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. no, it was between Cameron and a Berger. So who are you picking? I'm going Berger. Okay. And, and Nolf's gonna win. I like Berger. Mm-hmm. Um, and then outside the top ten, <sighs> I'm really high on Josh Shields, but I'm going Colin Heffernan. Okay. Uh, my top two: Jason Nolf, Michael Kimmer. I think we talked about that earlier. I thought you were going burger. I was, but then you went burger. I already had a burger. Could have gone hot dog. Um, my dark horse to all American outside the top ten. I'm going Josh Shields, man. Yeah, you I like do. Him. I do. I like Shields. I like him too a lot. He's had some. Re- he has had a really nice freshman, right? Yep, freshman. Franklin Regional boy, I think. Yep. PA. Right. Is One... he Franklin Regional? I think. So. Camera is Franklin Regional. Okay, maybe I maybe I'm wrong. We'll have to look that up. So 165, my top two, um, Imar for sure and Logan Massa. Um, I'm gonna go on record now. Oh, by the way, I I expect Jason Nolf to win at 157. I didn't say that earlier, but I'm gonna go on record now. I'm calling for the upset, Massa over Martinez, and then my dark horse to All American. Make sure we're recording. We are recording. Okay. Uh, My dark horse to All American. Um, This is you know kind of one that's a little. A little hard. I don't think there's a lot of guys outside of the top ten, but I'm going to pick Austin Matthews from Edinburgh. Uh, I like that pick. I, I like that pick. Um, we're boring, man. Isaiah Martinez, Logan Massa. Logan Massa has just shown that he is – I mean, he's beaten Isaac Jordan, and then then after that, Internet has Vincenzo Joseph ranked fourth, who's solid, but, I mean, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, give me Mitchell Minotti. You know, he's, he's done it twice before, and he's outside the top ten. I'll take, I'll take him as a – "Quote unquote dark horse." The rule was they can't, they couldn't have all American before. So you, no, I'm not going to give you Mitch. That was the rule. Yeah, listen, bro. Um, I don't believe you. Uh, well then, give me. I don't. I'm not a huge. I'm not on the Clark Glass train. Good because Clark Glass dropped to 157. Oh, yeah, you're right. We're, <laughs> we're yeah, dang. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, uh, Austin Matthews from Edinburgh. <laughs> Jesus. People are like, these guys are a bunch of 
doofuses. I'd probably say more shit than that. All right, 174, your turn. Go first. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Zahid Valencia and Zach Epperly. And who are you picking to win? Uh, Zahid. All right, and who's your dark horse? You, me, just, uh, you just Taylor. turned on your boy, yeah, Bo Jordan. I did. I'm, I'm not... I, I was looking at you when I made that pick. Uh, uh, give me Taylor Lujan, uh, Georgia boy, who's up there at Northern Iowa doing big things. Is my dark horse. Okay. Um, I'm going to pick my top two who I would expect to be in the finals if they're on opposite sides of the bracket. Valencia and Robuto. I'm taking Valencia as the champ. You like Buto there, huh? I do. I'm taking Valencia as the champ. And then my dark horse. Um Wow, man! Uh, give me Jaden Bernstein from Navy. Yeah, he was. Uh, I think I don't think he was round of twelve last year, or he might have been. I think he might have been. I think he might have lost a spoon in the, the round of twelve. But yeah, it was. It was. Now, now we're getting way off topic, but we're probably. I'm probably wrong. Anyway, 184 pounds. I go first this time. So my top two are going to be Gabe Dean and Bo Nickel. I just. I mean, at this point, I think it's the safe bet. Um, I'm picking Gabe Dean to win it all. Yep. I think Gabe Dean's also going to win the Hodge. Um, is my projection. My dark horse outside of the top 10, I am going to take Steve Schneider from Binghampton. You like him from Binghamton, huh? Yes. All right. Binghamton, Binghampton, no, whatever I, you want. No, I'm not this. Yeah, we, you, we can pronounce things differently all you want. I'm going Gabe Dean, Bo Nickel. Uh, I'd love to pick Bo Nickel to win it. And mm-hmm. I think we have a steak dinner betting on that that I think we Bo do. Nickel's going to win it. But truth be told, I'm taking Gabe Dean. Okay. And I think he's going to win the Hodge, too. You and, just want to buy me that steak dinner tonight? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And I think that... Uh, I'd love to see Hunter Gamble from Gardner Webb get on the podium, but I, you know, my outside guy is going to be uh, Gravina from Gravina. Rutgers. Okay, yeah. all right. Uh, one ninety-seven, you're up. Okay, one ninety-seven. I'm going to take Jaden Cox mm-hmm. and Brett Farr. I, 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 we're just picking the top. I'm picking. The, I think I picked the top two the entire time. Yeah, you suck at this. Who are you I'm, picking to win? I'm terrible at this. Uh, I'm going to go with Jaden Cox and my. I like Ryan Wolf from Ryder to be my dark horse. Okay. He was around 12 guy last year. Um, I'm going to go Cox as well and also Farr. I think Farr gets him this time. I think he pulls the upset in the finals. What? Um, well, hold on. He's, and I was looking at my computer. Did you just pick Farr over Cox? I did. I did. I think he gets him this, this time around. Um, and then if I'm going to pick a dark horse to All-American, I am going to pick... Ooh, man. Give me Slick Ricky. Ricky Robertson, Wisconsin. I thought about that. Thought about that. All right, man. Two eighty-five. Don't take my dark horse here. So, I, Snyder and Medbury, and yeah. I think it's going to be one of the best finals matches. Personally, um, I am picking Snyder to win it, and then my dark horse. Don't pick him. Don't pick number sixteen. <laughs> Don't you do it? Oh, why can't? No. No. All right. No, I won't. Um, Denzel DeJournette. App State, baby. Okay. Get on that App State train. Uh, dude, I love the App State train. Choo-choo, baby. I'm going Kyle Snyder and uh, Connor Medbury as well. Picking Snyder to win it. And my dark horse in this weight class is the old Buckeye, Thomas Haynes from Lockhaven. I would like to see him get on the podium this year, man. He's only a sophomore. Yeah, he's doing well. All right, so that's all we got for you today, him guys. And Walls had a, I'm sorry, him and Walls had like a high-scoring match. I think it was bonus, but it was like 24 to like 15 or something. <laughs> okay. Can I finish this now? Can we get out of here? Yeah, let's get out. All right. Uh, thanks for listening to, uh, listening to us, guys. This is the Inside Trip. Um, come on. Send us some questions, comments, concerns, feedback, whatever you want. Shit Hit talking. us up on shit talking. Yeah. Feel free to call Ben out as much as you want. 
on Twitter at the Inside Trip One. You can find us on all the different avenues you can listen to podcasts Google Play, iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, wherever you want to go. Um, hit us up. Hope you enjoyed it. Peace out. Have a great night. <laughs>